0: All right, baby, we're back. Another episode of the Bone Robot Games Podcast. It's me, Treebone. Bone. I got Ice with me here. Hey, how you doing? We're going to talk about game reviewers. Let me start off hot. In order to, to for a game reviewer to have integrity, in order for you to care about what a reviewer is saying, they have to have a long-standing career of opinions on games that you can refer to. And you need to have that sort of rapport with them. And I cannot think of a single video game reviewer that I care about in modern times.
1: Yeah, there used to be some good ones. Some of them are dead.
0: Yes. Exactly. Um, Total Biscuit,
1: I liked. Total Biscuit was one of my favorites.
0: He was a great reviewer. He had his What the Fuck Is series... And, you know, something I really liked, I miss about his series, I don't think a lot of people do, he used to, like, as soon as he opened the game, he would go through all the options. like Yeah, menu.
1: yeah that's so rare. It was rare then, mm-hmm. it's still, now it's non-existent.
0: Well, nobody cares. It's like, uh, everything now is, is, like, uh, it goes hand in hand with, like, the like battle pass, where now, it, people don't care about that. They care about, like, if it has the newest feature that's in every game. It's just, like, copying and pasting from the last game. Yeah, but my overall point for this is, if if a if a review comes out on IGN, right, you you get scores. You you know, you see they have like Metacritic and all that, where it's an aggregate of twenty different review scores. They go, "I got eight on every single one. This is bound to be a good game." It means nothing to me if you know, quote unquote, IGN puts a review out because I don't know who's reviewing that. It could be a guy who is reviewing Forza who hates racing games. Yeah, it it could be a guy who is reviewing a Japanese RPG that has never played one before in his life, you know. So it, you have to have history with games, you have to have a rapport, and you have to it has to be reviewed by someone. If I went and reviewed, you know, Tetris, I don't fucking give a shit about the new Tetris game. I've never played one in my life. I can't stand the game. I hate it. I could watch it. I can't play it. It's not for me. I would never review it. There's, I just shouldn't because I have no it has no bearing on me, and I have nothing but bad things to say about it. But there are games that I play, and it, within that genre, there are good and bad. And if I'm familiar with it, then my review has more standing than other people's. Yeah. So the problem now is there there's no long-time reviewers, right? Even when you look at other mediums, uh, when you look at movies specifically, this doesn't even exist anymore either, but you used to have Siskel and Ebert. And it used to be, like, a very popular thing to have their, like, you would go and read their reviews and, and they would write about why they felt this way in the game and wh- or in the movie and why it was rated this way. And so it was, like, the thumbs-up and thumbs-down thing, you know, that was, like, a little bit uh, hokey or a little bit Hollywood-style. But they, they still had, like... Uh, you could go back and say, "Oh, he felt this way about this movie. He felt this way about this movie. This is why he liked this one. This is why he didn't like this one. so there is a you have this rapport with them where you can trust what they're saying because they have integrity and they've been doing it for a long time. You trust that person's intuition on games and their understanding of it. But if you don't have that with someone, then it's just like for me, just a website coming out with it i g n or GameSpot or Kotaku reviewing game means nothing to me. It's just some random you know associated press report on it.
1: Yeah, it's like an industry approval or denial of of what the game is. Like, does the industry think this game is good? IGN will tell you what the industry thinks. I want exact- to know what I want to know what a gamer thinks about yes. A game. Yes, and it's very rare. And there's been a number of instances in the in the in recent history where a reviewer has been called out and been like, "You're bad at this game." And then they, I've seen one. I can't remember what game it was. I just tried to look it up. I couldn't find it. But there was a reviewer who reviewed some game and. People were like, You're fucking terrible at this game and then he had to come out and be like, Yeah, I I take it back.
0: <laughs> oh, was that that was the uh the Cuphead guy?
1: Was it Cuphead? I don't think it was Cuphead. Do you see that one.
0: one? Do you know the one I'm talking about? Have you played Cuphead?
1: I have not played Cuphead. The
0: tutorial, literally, if you've ever played a video game before, you'll pass it in two seconds. It says, B is to dash, and you do a short dash. Then it says, A is to jump, and you do a short jump, and you jump up onto a ledge. And then it says, now combine them. And you have to jump, and then dash, and you will jump in the air, dash, and land on a higher platform. Like, you know, diagonally up until... Oh, the yeah, bottom. I think I remember seeing this. <laughs> and the guy couldn't, couldn't figure it out. Do it. Yes. I was like, this man has, could not have ever touched a video game before. If you do not have the cognitive reflexes to be able to press a and then b that quickly you you cannot just put the controller down, dog. you're done. go read a book
1: yeah, there's, you can't do it There's something to be said about like i some of these people i think they're they're not they're not gamers, they're just journalists, and they yes. got they got the gaming section of their fucking newspaper or website, you know, so now it's their job to do it, and they don't even like games, and they're going into work with an attitude like, "Fuck this, this game's probably gonna suck." Because let's be honest, if you're a game reviewer, most of the games you play probably suck. So you probably get yeah. a little bit jaded after a while. So I understand yeah, it to a point. I see,
0: For me, when I was like, when I first started my website and I was doing all those written reviews, that was happening a lot where I was like, oh, I'm reviewing a lot of games that suck and I feel like I shouldn't be. But then one would come out and it would be so good and I would feel so, it would like refresh me and feel so good about writing about a good game that I was just like, oh, there's just a ton of shitty games out there and and so it's like you need to tell when they're bad because too many bad games get good reviews. Yeah, you know. And another one that I think about so going going even further back back when when Kane and Lynch came out. Do you remember that?
1: No, I don't even know what that is.
0: Kane and Lynch is this really shitty game. I actually think it's made now by it's some old like idos game or something like that. It came out like 2007, and. They were, um, there, there was like some scandal where a guy, like, was giving it, it. The game was horrible. I played it with Bone Tree and it was like unplayable. The narrative was so strange. Like, you're, you're two guys that, like, are brothers in a heist together and it starts off as like a generic t- co op shooter and you go through a couple missions. And then I swear to God, dude, the narrative was so dissonant and not even just like it didn't make sense. We were literally, you're like, you're on, a, you end a mission and you're just, like, at a location, and the very next mission just starts up, and you're just, like, in Cuba or something, like, fighting, like, like a, like a military group. And I was like, I don't know what's happening. There was no cutscene in between this. And it didn't make <laughs> any fucking sense. And we had to quit the game. And I remember there was a huge scandal at the time because a bunch of people were rating Kane and Lynch like super high ratings, 7, 9s, you know, and all these game things. And then it came out that, or it might have just been one reviewer, it came out that he got paid by the company to give it a good review. Wow. It, it actually came out and just did that. And I was like, because I was losing my mind for a little bit. I was like, this is legitimately one of the worst games I ever played. It didn't control well. It was a very average shooter. The AI was fucking broken. They, like, if you were if they were on your map, they knew where you were i still remember it this is i played this game in 2007 i still remember how bad it was because it was that bad and i remember being like if this game is getting these good reviews these people like it can't be like it's so horrible and it was they were getting paid to to review it to to review it well give them good reviews and like beyond those like two scandals you don't see it too much but you do see something nowadays where um have you ever seen these i think i think it happened for a recent game i'm trying to think of the one but uh people will have, like, review embargoes on games. Yeah. So, like, they they give out early copies usually to game journalism websites so they can get reviews out before the game comes out. And a lot of, typically it's seen nowadays, if they say that you're not allowed to review it before release date, it usually just means that it's bad. And they're trying to gloss over, you know, the the day one patches that aren't in it yet and all that shit because they don't want you to review it because it's going to get a bad review until that happens
1: yeah that's always been a thing too, since like the beginning of video games. There's always been these embargoes.
0: Yeah and so it goes hand in hand with what I find is like I'm not sure if the industrys always been this way, but there, there are groups of people that want to make good games, and there are groups and people, or there's groups of people that want to put all of the catchiest new stuff in the game so that it appeals to the lowest common denominator so that they can make a ton of money. And I think that's why there are so many bad games, because the the review system... I I don't understand why people settle for this either. I don't even look at video game reviews. I have to get my hands on it anymore. There's almost no one I can trust. The only person nowadays that I honestly like my views align with most often is Donkey. And I don't think he gets enough credit because he puts jokes in his videos.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't really watch reviews ever. I just find a video of the gameplay. I'll yes. look up a Let's Play before I'll look up a review to be like, what does this game look like when it plays? Because you look, you look at it in the promotional material and it's all cutscenes and bullshit. And yep. it's not really the game. So you have to find someone to actually, you have to see it. And you have to, it's better if you feel it, but I can't, I'm not going to buy the game and return it. You can't rent games anymore. Correct. So, and
0: the games never have demos either.
1: Yeah, and I, I do like Dunkey. I didn't really uh, care much for him. Like, not that I didn't care... Like I, I had negative feelings about him, but I just didn't care about him at all until yeah. uh recently uh you mentioned it to me and I looked up a bunch of his reviews afterward and I never thought of them as reviews until you said the word. But they really put like they put like a pinpoint on what parts of this game suck. And yes. I don't think I think you're right, he doesn't get enough credit because he just takes the suckiest parts of the game and turns them into jokes. Mhm. And uh they, like he never like he lets the it's, he's like the Dark Souls of reviewers. Like you have to figure it out yourself. You know he yes. doesn't tell you the plot. Yeah. He doesn't. Yeah. not write it <laughs> out for you.
0: He's the Dark Souls <laughs> of reviewers, you bastard.
1: Yeah, I'm a son of a bitch, but but I I like him a lot. Is my point. I think he yeah. he does a really good job so, getting the point across why this game sucks and what it's bad at.
0: Yes, and so I would argue and this is where I think I differ from most people. I I want a very high standard of everything. I want a high standard of games, I want a high standard of a reviewer. So when, you know, he had that Ghost Issue Tsushima video come out and you saw you know the clip where he's like he jumps up onto a pile of logs and he like makes a joke and he's like He's like, you'll never get me up here. And then he's like, oh, wait, they actually can't. And the AI just stops, and they just like don't attack him for like
1: yeah, 10 seconds. Yeah, and then he pulls out the bow, and he's like, this is how you win. And starts shooting
0: them, and yeah, they don't attack him. I was like, well, for some people, they go, huh, that's pretty funny, but I like this game, so that's not a big deal. But for me, I go, this is like game-breaking. A, a good game doesn't have things like that in it. For-, for me, that comes down to the developers either have to find that and fix it or get rid of that thing so you can't stand on it. And for me, that just, it, it, it hits very deep. And I go, the developers either don't care or the, or the QA testers don't care or someone along the line doesn't care enough. Things like that shouldn't be in a game. I have no uh, patience for stuff like that. It, my, my bo- I have zero tolerance for stuff like that. The rest of the game could be dynamite. But like, for me, as a person who like, plays games a lot, I'm going to find that in the game and I'm going to exploit it and I'm going to say, well, this just trivialized the entire thing.
1: Yeah, that Ghost of Tsushima review was really... It was like the, when you mentioned Dunkin' Me w- the other day, we were talking about it. That was the first thing I thought of, this exact thing you're mentioning. Because it was such a great moment in the review. Because that game advertised itself as like a fully immersive experience, where you're going to be a goddamn mm-hmm. samurai going through ancient Japan and fucking people up and doing all these dope fights. And it, would, it looked super immersive in all the, all the promotional materials. But then if you play the game, your immersion can break instantly as soon as you stand on top of a box, and that's pretty egregious. Yeah, yeah. Like the other
0: one, the other clip from the very beginning of that video is there's, like, an NPC that you have to talk to, and he shoots some of the chest with <laughs> yeah. a fire arrow, and he's, like, sitting down, and he glitches into a standing up position, and he screams as if he's burning, and then the fire goes out, and he sits back down, and you can just talk to him.
1: And he sets his, he sets his little candle line again. Yeah. And it's just, like, such a clear presentation of, oh, I know all the commercials made you think that this game was, like, fully immersive, but then Donkey's review is, here's everything about this game that's going to break your immersion. Yes. And he does it in, like, three minutes. And it's just like, here's everything yes. that's, that you won't like about the game.
0: And when it's advertised, exactly. And all of those things for me is just, like, I can forgive so much in a game if, like, the gameplay is tight. And, and all these boxes get checked that I like in a game. And it's very forward and focused and clean and fluid and fun. And stuff like that for me is just, like, I might never have encountered it on my own, honestly. But I kind of don't ever want to play the game knowing that this is in it, because it just sends a signal to me that the people developing it don't care enough. They they have a pretty game that they pushed out with a bunch of goofy shit, and it might not impact it, but it, to me, it's just like, well, if they don't care about that, then what else are they not caring about?
1: You know, the rest of the gameplay from that video really showed to me that Ghost of Tsushima isn't, like, what I expected from the advertisements. What mm-hmm. I expected was, like, a new IP and like an immersive experience and like cool combat but it was really like a very cookie cutter combat system it's already been done before everything in that game had already been done before and it they just took a very popular motif and they slapped it on and they said here's a great video game with great graphics and people bought it up but Donkey showed what was wrong with it when i saw the combat and stuff in it and i was like oh this is like a thousand other games i've played yeah like it, there was nothing new about it except for that samurai standoff thing that they did which was pretty cool, <clears throat> but it's not enough for me. Like, I'll, n- I'll never play that game. And thanks to Donkey.
0: Yeah, well, this is another reason why I like Donkey is because you can tell that he beats the entire game, and he has, like, hours and hours and hours of gameplay in it, even on games that he doesn't like. Like, he has the determination to finish it and do it for the, the sake of the video. And that, for me, is key because I need to know if this game is positive start to finish, or if there's, like, if there's a glaring problem three-quarters of the way in, right? I can't deal with yeah. it. Um, and then that, that also goes back, if we take a quick step back to where you said like gameplay trailers nowadays just sort of do it like a movie trailer. But for yeah. me, like I, I often say like, I wish that there was a trailer that's like, this is what combat is like. This is what traversing the, the map is like. You'll go from this point to this point. Like a casual explanation over some footage. I'll watch a trailer for, a, for an indie game I'm trying to buy and it'll be two minutes long and it'll be like playing fucking Terminator music. It'll be like dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. And I'm like, what this is a fucking pixel jrpg why is this music <laughs> and then you know it just shows like the an animation of someone doing the ice magic and then it shows two people talking and then the trailer ends and i go well i don't i have not seen a single iota of gameplay and then i look at all the pictures that they have on the store and it's just like a static picture of a battle and a static picture of the world map and i'm like i don't know what this game is about and there's no reviewers out now so i'll go and look up a let's play of the game and mute it because people that do let's plays are bad at video games
1: yeah, <laughs> I do hate. They're like, "Why don't so no <laughs> want to hear you? Shut up!" Yeah,
0: he's like, "Oh, so I guess I walk over here," and I'm like, "Bro, like, you don't need to narrate this. Just, just please show me what's happening in the game because the industry is so fucked right now. I can't even tell what's going on in a video game unless I watch a video like this."
1: Yeah, so I want to give a quick shout out to Nintendo because they have that treehouse thing. I don't know if they still do it, but for Breath yeah. of Wild, like they had all the promotion material, which would be like a weird trailer, and there was like no gameplay in it, but especially for Breath of the Wild 2 right now there's like no gameplay in their trailers yeah. but they had that treehouse thing for Breath of the Wild where they they had a big event where they had it was all live streamed and they had people real human beings that have never played the game before come over and play a section of the game and they live streamed all of it so you could see what the game would be like, and not from the perspective of a playtester or a developer who knows where to go to be interesting or what's not finished so they shouldn't go over there. A real human being that's never seen the game before playing it, that's really the experience you would get. Yes. Because you've never played it.
0: That also reminds me, if you ever go, do you ever watch like an E3 premiere of a game and it's like when God of War, the new God of War came out and like, you know, if you just like hold forward, he runs at like a jogging pace, you know, like a lot of games yeah. like that, Tomb Raider and that, but then you'll see like a guy that's clearly like showing off the game for the, for something and he walks from like point A to point B, but he like slow walks it so he could like show his, the surroundings off. Yeah. And I was like, again... This is something that I think game developers put too much time into. No one's looking at every motherfucking tree in this bitch, right? I don't care. I will never slow walk from here to here. If I'm playing God of War, it's because I want to kill something with a fucking axe. Okay? Yeah. I don't need to... This doesn't need to look pretty in this part. And th- th- I want the game animations to look cool. I want it to be fluid and fun. And it's like... they, they uh, That's something that has always bothered me. It'll be the new Laura Croft game, and the guy will be like slow walking as if he... He just pushed the control stick out of the dead zone, and he is just barely walking. So it's like showing off the surroundings and the walk animation. I was like, this game shouldn't even fucking have a walk animation. What do you need to walk yeah. this slow for? There's no stealth in it.
1: Yeah, no. Why one, is there two different animations? No one picks up a video game and is like, you know what I'm interested in doing in this game? Walking. What is this, the fucking <laughs> Edith Lynch game? You know yeah. what was the name of that game? Edith, Edith She nailed it, dude.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that, like I'm. Um, you're flinch. right. There, there really shouldn't be uh, walking animations. Like Why what is there? There should never be. If your trailer has a point where you're walking slowly from point A to point B, I assume as a gamer that that portion of the game is one of those abysmal forced walking sections, mm-hmm. which was barely acceptable 20 years ago when you had to put it in to make sure the next area loaded in time. Yes. Well, that's <laughs> but, another trick. Nowadays, where, it's not acceptable.
0: In, in games like God of War, where you're, you're running down a precipice and you fight a group of enemies, and then to get to the next area, you have to squeeze through a gap in two rocks that's the exact size of Kratos' body, <laughs> yeah. and they put that in there so that they don't have to put a loading screen as well. I fucking... I want... Just put a loading screen in. I don't want to have to watch him go through this 50 fucking times as I traverse the map. Okay?
1: Yeah, they do that I in Lara Croft. They do that. Yes. It's, it's bad in Final Fantasy 15. It's like every dungeon you go into, it's yeah. like it starts with one of those crevices.
0: You go through a crevice, you do it in Lore Croft, you do it in fucking Uncharted, you do it in God of War. All these, like, those narrative style games where it's like this over the shoulders sort of bullshit, you have to fucking crawl through a crevice like that. They don't do it in Dead Space, you just fight zombies or whatever the fuck. They, yeah, they don't have it transition that way. It's just a, like a loading screen. You know what they do in Dead Space is just a door and it takes 10 seconds to open because it's loading. That, yeah. I'm fine. Just make me stand there for a second. I don't care. Not to give you talk about immersion like that's You're immersed as hell. I'm just frightened. I turn around when the door does not open. because I'm like, I'm trapped. That's like almost thematically <laughs> a good loading zone. I'm like, oh, someone's gonna get me from behind. But it's just a loading zone. And it's just I'm just standing still. I don't need to see him casually walk. Why are you? You're wasting time. Some dickhead artist, you're like, yeah, make an animation of him squeezing through the, a rock face that's the size of his body. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't fucking give a shit. Oh, this actually goes back. The other day, you saw this. I was streaming Apex, and me and my buddy were camping because we there was only two of us left on our team. And we were both in a rock, and we were, <clears throat> we were inside each other's body. And I could see the back of his eyeballs. Oh, yeah. And I was like, why? do why does why do they have the back of their eyeballs? Why does it exist? Why is the back of their eyeballs animated or or drawn or or whatever. I don't get it. Why does it exist? The the audio doesn't work in Apex <laughs> and someone is like, "Yeah, but we need to make sure that you know the eyes won't look right when they're moving around the head unless it's an actual orb." I do not give a shit. You could take all of their eyes out. I'm not looking at their eyes. I I want I want their hitbox to be accurate, okay? Yeah. That's that's what people don't get. There's like You're not pleasing anyone with this. If there's someone playing Apex that's like, oh yeah, I get really immersed when I make my teammates stop so I can look at her eyes and they move like real eyes. If that's the way you're getting immersed, stop playing video games forever because you're ruining them for me.
1: Yeah. Yeah, uh, no one cares about the presentation of your game when the gameplay is terrible. And no one can hear that it's getting shot at from across the map.
0: You want to talk about immersion? I'm going to do a quick mini shout out to the game Metal Hellsinger. I have never been more immersed in a video game than when the attacks are tied to the music. When I was streaming that game, I would get through like a battle gauntlet segment where you're trapped in a room and you have to fight people, and it would end, and I was like, yeah, I was just holding my breath that whole time. Holy because shit. Because I, I was like trying so hard to to time my attacks perfectly and win the fight, and it was difficult, and it was super fun. And people don't realize that having like one very strong system that you build your game around like and having it balanced well it makes the, that game was i don't know six hours eight hours it took me to beat and it's legitimately like one of my it's probably one of my top three games of the year that i've played it might be like top 10 games i've played it's just so like it's super short but it is the total package within that game and that, so I'm just talking about like immersion. They're always like people. I argue with people constantly. and Say immersion is like Elden Ring when I'm riding my horse from one area to the next. I was like, you could delete all this, and yeah. I would, and the game would be better for me. And immersion is like that game in Metal Hellsinger. It was just fight after fight after fight. Each one was different, balanced well. And I was, I was so focused on that. I would, I would not be looking at chat. I was streaming it. I was, I'd not be looking at chat. I would not be breathing. I would, like, shake my head after a fight and be like, oh, my God, where am I? Like, I was, <laughs> I was in that thing, dude. And I was, like, so immersed in it just because the system required so much of you. I had to hit my moves on the time. It was in time with the music. The song, The, the, the vocals would come in once you hit a 16 times combo. So when I hear the vocals go away, I go, oh, shit, I'm fucking up. I'm getting hit too much. Yeah. It was like such a great system that was built so well. The game there's there's nothing to it. I couldn't tell you a single person's name in that game, and I legitimately think it's one of the best. It's one of the best games i played this year. It's it was so good. I th- I think everyone should play it. And there is no uh, advertisements. Uh, I didn't hear anything about it, right? Yeah, I, it was on it. Game Pass. Exactly, it was on Game Pass. So I got it. it it's I would have paid for it. I still want to pay for it to support them. So immersion. You know, you don't need these stupid ass loading scenes. So we're we're getting away from the point. The point is that. They trick people into thinking these are good games with stupid things like that. I don't want to see Kratos walk through a crack. I, I would, if that was out of the game entirely and I had to sit on a black loading screen, I'd be completely okay with it. I didn't care if the loading screen took 30 fucking seconds. I don't care. Okay? I just care that the rest of the game is good. And I feel like they're sacrificing stuff for that. And the problem with that is we don't have any reviewers calling them out. You know, Total Biscuit would shit on people. I mean, Yahtzee used to shit on people bad. It's like, if, if a game came out... No, Yahtzee was a little bit more of a joke reviewer. He, didn't, he was, like, doing it mostly to, like, spit out a couple funny one-liners to get, you know, views and shit, which I don't hate. But he would also legitimately point out problems with games, which there, there's not enough... And I... I there, there's people used to be very critical of games. Angry Joe. I, Angry Joe was probably, like, the le, the best Let's Player that ever was, where he would play it. He was eloquent. He would get mad at the really shitty things in games, but he would also see him enjoy parts of it and like walk you through the game. Um, yeah, he
1: was always I really liked yeah. his energy because he was always super excited yes. for the games. like he would he, like his reviews, he always has like a costume and a set design, like he always yeah. goes above and beyond. because he's excited for the game, and it's always great because when I mean, his name's Angry Joe, he gets so mad when the game is <laughs> yeah. bad, and it's great because you could tell he was excited for the game, he wanted it to be good. And yes. then when it wasn't it pissed him off and that's how I feel every time too.
0: Exactly. That's like the sort of thing that we live with now where we get angry at all these games, you know, because they suck and we want them to be to be good. I'm looking this up really quick to see if Angry Joe still exists. I'm pretty One sure he does. He put out a video forty nine minutes ago. I just haven't okay, so Angry Joe's still around.
1: Yeah, Angry Joe's still out.
0: I haven't kind of seen out. him really doing anything. He's doing like movie reviews and shit too. Well, he has three million subscribers. He's going strong. I just haven't kept up with Angry Joe. Well, shout out to Angry Joe. He's a legend. He's oh, been around yeah, for a fucking Angry minute. Joe. Angry Joe rules. I've always loved him. But you're exactly right. He, ch- I remember he like uh, for Mass Effect, he'd be like wearing the uh, jacket or whatever, like the N7 jacket. Like he's 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 so involved. You can tell he cares about games, and that's that's all I want is a guy that seems like they actually understand games and that they're striving to make better games. Yeah, I and, remember uh, him
1: going off on like the Titanfall games for like not having a like, mm-hmm. campaign mode and stuff like that. Like even games that I really like, like Titanfall. Like, there's flaws that need to be called out. Like, there's no fucking campaign in Titanfall 1. What are you doing? Yeah. And, like, if the servers go down or, like, it's impossible to log in, like sometimes happens with all these games all the time, it's like someone needs to be there to be like, hey, this is unacceptable. Fix your shit.
0: Well, now people don't want to have actual discussions because there's no actual reviewers on actual websites because people don't read anything. It's either... Um, of react video on YouTube or it's a hot take in two sentences on Twitter. And that's, that's how video game reviews exist nowadays in, in a two sentence hot take that doesn't actually address any issues and you can't have an actual discussion about it because it's on Twitter or a YouTube reaction where it's just a guy with their fucking mouth hanging a gape That's all everyone does with a giant open mouth of shock, which I've never done in my entire life. I've never seen anyone actually (laughs) react the way that everyone reacts with their mouth dropped open.
1: I hate reaction channels on YouTube. They're totally worthless. They have no value. Mm -hmm. Who the fuck are you that I should give a fuck what your reaction is to an actual artist's work? How about you actually do something and then release a video about that instead of reacting to something someone else has done? You have no value. I think value. That's, the,
0: that's the exact crux of, of what we're getting at, the, the exact argument where people don't give a shit. They love reviewers so much. And actually, here, here ties in something really well. Um, a, a person that I used to know from, from streaming, I used to like their stream, I'm not going to name drop them, even though they are a dumb bitch. Um, one time I was asking him to do an event with me, the video game draft, on stream. And he was like, hey, let's do this. And then he linked me. Um, he said, well, why don't you take a look at this? And he linked me a video of Ludwig, who's just like a famous streamer and it was like here's ludwig's 10 tips to get good at streaming and i was like this makes me want to rip your fucking throat out i i don't i'm not gonna i don't i don't want to i have an idea already i don't want to emulate the the biggest guy out there why would i do that that's the most fucking insane thing ever that'd be like if someone watched star wars and they said hey um george lucas said that this is the 10 things that make star wars great let's just do that and it's like well that's and that's I'm not making Star Wars, I'm making something different, you know, I'm doing something else. Emulating like the top people does not make it good. But all people don't actually want good games. They don't want a better industry. They want notoriety. They want money and they want fame. So they don't care about the rest of the stuff. That's just copy pasted from the thing before. People want Twitter interactions, and they want YouTube interactions. They don't want like actual video game reviews get dog shit like views and stuff because people don't want that. It's not clickbaity enough. And uh, let me find this one. I do have one. I do want to give a shout-out to this guy that I found, if I can find him. Oh, my God. I have too many subscriptions to sports channels. I'm never going to find this. <laughs> well, I'll, oh I'll, while you're looking for that, I'll give a quick <laughs> shout-out
1: to uh, to uh, ACG. I don't even know what it stands for, but he's on YouTube at ACG. He does pretty good reviews. They're very thorough. He, uh, his his like motif is that he's got some integrity. He, For example, he uh, won't accept games being gifted to him by developers in exchange for a review. Like he, even if they oh, give like him one a for a review, he pays for it himself. Still, he always buys his games, and he reviews them on a scale of buy, wait for sale, or never touch, which is a good scale, better than one through ten, which is yeah. meaningless. Now seven is uh, zero if in the one through ten scale for video game reviews. Like if you're a seven, I don't, I'm never gonna play your game. Yeah. Like, like if they gave you a seven, then you must be really bad.
0: Yeah, 7 is 0, 8 is standard, 9 is pretty good, and 10 is almost great. Yeah. That's because they give 10s out like candy now.
1: Well, Another thing about ACG that they do that's really good is uh, he reviews the sound design in every game.
0: Nice. So
1: not just the music, but the sound effects and like everything in-depth, too. I never give a shit about it, so I always skip past that part. But it's very interesting and cool that he does it.
0: I give a huge shit about that, and I'm a stickler for it because I don't play... Games anymore without a headset on. I uh, use a headset exclusively for gaming. I can't play it just on like a monitor or TV anymore. I just can't do it. I've been so accustomed to doing it. So, like, every sound is great. And um, as much as I hate it to death, Overwatch has really good sound design. Oh, but, yeah. Like, I would hear, dude, I would, I would never, like, I could tell by the way that, like, the wind would sound. There's, like, a wind sound effect to Reaper's teleport. And I would, I could tell when he was behind us. Oh wow. I could just I would just say, "Oh yeah, there's a reaper. I heard him teleport." Like it would go like like when he would land, like a spooky reaper sound. And I'd be like, "Yeah, he's he's here. We got to we got to check back flank reapers behind us." I could tell, and I loved it. It was perfect because 99% of people can't. They can't adjust to it and they get they doesn't matter. He just goes back there anyway. They don't hear it or they don't pay attention to it and he just kills you. But I hear it and I can take advantage of it. So I love good sound design in games. It's one of my favorite things. So that would be, that's awesome for me. And uh, again, and his uh, the, his review system is great. I said, I don't like to give games numbers either because it's it's effectively meaningless. I usually just say like, should you play this game? Or I usually just say, this is how I experienced it. These are the really good things about it. And these are the really bad things about it. And I have like a very low tolerance for mistakes in games. I will very easily quit it, uninstall it, never play it again and encourage people not to play it if it's bad.
1: Yeah, that's the right attitude to have. There's a lot of games. Yeah. Move on to a better one.
0: And so um this guy's not strictly a game reviewer. I found him on my thing. He's not strictly a game reviewer, but I found him the other day and he he has like long form videos online that'll typically go from like, you know, a half hour to an hour and a half, sometimes even more. Um, and he has, like, a lot of weird content on his page, too, but he had, like, a lot of really good, um... I'm trying to find the one that I really liked, if I have it, like, viewed on here. Uh, his name is Plague of Gripes. He has, like, a lot of art on his channel now, but I know, I watched this one. Yeah, I think it was, like, this one, like, Titus is the son of Blitzball God and you aren't. And it's, like, he has, like, a 45-minute, you know, like, Final Fantasy X analysis. Um, he has a video, uh, very similar to what we did that's, like, about, um... Like Final Fantasy seven and like ruining the originals, that's like fifty five minutes um about like, you know, Dark Souls, Final Fantasy, Star Wars, like, you know, newer games impacting old IPs. I think he has a bit of a different take. I think he thinks that like you can't ruin it that much because they exist separately or something like that. But it's worth a check like he's 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 he makes pretty good jokes. I feel like people are very bad at making jokes. They also just make basic bitch jokes, um, the entire time. And so he makes pretty good jokes. he also has another video it's thirty minutes long Breath of the wild's durability system could suck less, which I think is a very apt name it's it's not yeah. you know all these all these um things nowadays too are in absolutes it's nothing is ever like this could be improved slightly it's either the greatest thing of all time or it needs yeah. to like, die why breath of fire. the wild's
1: durability system ruins the game yes all caps three exclamation yeah. points
0: exactly and there's a, a a picture of them with their jaw 10 feet open unhinged <laughs> like a python god damn so there is just a, a plague of of no reviewers right now and the only one that I like routinely watch is Dunky. and I think that he doesn't get enough credit because uh, we've said people take his, his offhand joke as like a, oh the entire review is a joke well, it's like no he's making a joke about this segment but he has valid points throughout and, and glaring points that you can't disregard.
1: Yeah, I never watched it as a review until recently, but when I did watch it, like, I saw the Ghost of Tsushima one a long time ago when the game came out, and yeah. it was just funny to me. I just watched it as entertainment, but it's still instilled in my brain, oh, I, I'm not going to play this game. It looks like shit, actually. Yeah. And without that, because there's no one else doing that. You're not going to see that in any other review. You just aren't. You're not going to see somebody stand on top of a box or, or whatever it was, like a pile of sticks or hay or whatever Mm -hmm. and just break the AI and exploit it and do it for like a full minute in the video and like he climbed the ladder and the enemies can't climb ladders in that game and he was just like fucking around. And Like you're never going to see that in another review where they demonstrate how unimmersive the game mechanics are when they're not fully polished. Because clearly that game they didn't polish it all the way.
0: And I think that that is, is such a great thing for someone like me who will very easily you know once i play a game for a little bit and i start to understand it you know you peek behind the veil and it's like i don't it's not like i'm playing a game anymore it's like okay this is what the gameplay is broken down to how can i exploit this to to beat the game most easily like you saw me i started playing that game uh what the fuck was it? It was I just played it, it was called like Perude or whatever. Purdue per Purdue or something. It was like some new it was supposed to be like modern and retro looking at the same time and it was just a doom clone. And oh, yeah, yeah. You, you watch me beat the first level, you don't have to fight any enemies. There's no like gated yeah, off areas where funny. you do a gauntlet. I just I would like run past them. And open a door. And I did that for the entire first level. And I said, okay, so that happens in pretty much every game. Unfortunately, this one, I found it in the first level. And I was like, well, there's no incentive for me to fight. Right, I get nothing from fighting. I don't get experience. I'm wasting my ammo, and also these enemies don't do enough damage to kill me. And I'm fast enough that I can run right by them. Why would I engage them? It literally lets me beat the level without killing anyone. I could just run past them, and I think I had to kill one guy, and then I ran past them. I had to kill one guy. There's like a gauntlet, and then I opened the door, and the game ended. The room ended. I just like completed the mission. I like fell down an elevator shaft or something, and I was just like, yeah, I will never. I'm not gonna play this anymore. I don't want to play. Run to the end of the hallway. The game. I want to have yeah. like, fun. When you compare it to Doom, it's like, what's the fun of Doom? Well, they lock you in a room with a million monsters who will kill you if you're not an expert at killing them first and you have to kill them. And it's like, that's the fun part is I get to use my kit to kill the monsters. If I can just walk past them, then what the fuck is the point of playing this game? And so that happens in, like, every game. And I think Dunkey is very good at for me personally where he, he can highlight stuff like that the same way I would. Where if I go into a game and I go, oh, well, I don't need to do this, this, or this. The only thing that I need to check is this. And that thing sucks, then I'm not going to play it. And so he will sort of highlight that. Um, and juxtaposed to that, he, there are games that he thinks very highly of. I remember when the Mario Bowser's Fury came out and uh, he reviewed it and he was, like, legitimately said it was, like, an incredible game. It has, like, all the best parts of of the, the Mario 3D world, like, from the remake, the old game, and then they said the Bowser's Fury part was really neat, it was different, and and just as you and I think, like, pretty much every mainline Mario game is just the masterpiece.
1: Yeah, they don't and, make mistakes.
0: And he pretty much echoed that sentiment. And I think people get upset, they think that he's, like, a kiddie gamer because he likes Mario or something, but he has such good points and he, and he makes them well. And he also critiqued it and there's things he doesn't love about the game and it was very short and maybe not worth the money and this and that, and those are all great points and he makes them fluidly. But, he also says like when it's, it's when it's a great game. I mean Mario games. That's the, they just sort of get it. That's like the pinnacle of what gaming should be. The gameplay is first and foremost. There's almost no story. How often does like Mario and Peach talk? Never. I don't even know if they talk to each other in Odyssey. Does he say a word? Probably not. She like gives him a kiss on the cheek and then they fly away. Yeah, I don't on think the moon or
1: so. I don't think they speak. And then yeah, so it's like there's she almost no write. story. <laughs> Princess Peach yeah. can write letters. I don't she know can if she write can. Letters. I don't. I think she's a mute though. Hell yeah. I think the whole kingdom of mute.
0: They should do that. They should have more games where the 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 main girl is mute because they don't speak and it's just so gameplay focused and then the gameplay is extremely tight and fun. Like you don't have to I like games when I could skip the cutscenes and be like, Yeah, I don't actually care and then the rest of the game is still just great. Yeah. Some games are good, but like if you have a great story, it enhances the game. But if you don't, I I don't want to sit through, you know, a five minute cutscene to get back to shitty gameplay.
1: Yeah. It's very strange that these video game developers think that they should have a a story. Like, you're not a storyteller. You're a video game developer. Yeah, It's very weird, but it's been there since the beginning. It's just a really strange thing for me. It's like, even, like, story-focused RPGs, like, I'm a huge Final Fantasy fan, uh, but all the stories are fucking terrible. Every villain has the same motivation to destroy... They want to... It's like a stoic... Bullshit nihilist horseshit. They want to end all of existence to end all of suffering in every Final Fantasy game. Yeah. And it's like you just you just (laughs) fight and then they become God and then at the end of the game you fight God, basically. Yeah.
0: And then they're like, there's no way we can overcome this, and then you do, and you're like, Oh, this is kind of hollow. And well the reason all those (laughs) games succeed is because the characters are usually cool. Because you're seeing them talk and say funny things the whole game, and and the character-to-character interaction is what makes it. I mean, you look at Final Fantasy VII, you look at Final Fantasy IX, they have great interpersonal character relationships that are just incredible. And that's why it makes the game so cool. Uh, But most of the stories are, like, bad. I have such a hard time playing a game with a story in it because they're usually just god-awful. People are so bad at telling stories.
1: Yeah, I want to complain about Octopath Traveler. I played that, and the stories Mm -hmm. were... Every, so there's eight characters in that game, you can pick which one you start as, and then you spend the rest of the game, you know, you'll play through the character story, you'll go get the other characters along the way. The stories were all, like, extremely corny, like, they were all tropes, every single story, like, every individual yeah. character story, and then when you went and got another character, there was literally one line of text dialogue, it wasn't voice acted, where they would just be like, oh, hey, I'm going to do this mission to avenge my master or whatever. Like, oh, you're doing something too. Well, why don't you come with me? I could always use some more hands. Sounds great. <laughs> and then they would, that that'll be it. I swear to God, there would just be one line of dialogue be like, oh, you want to help me do this this quest to uh, avenge my grandfather or whatever the fuck? Sure, come along. And there was just there was no interactions between the characters, and the stories were bad. And it was because just, it's just yeah, terrible.
0: It's because people. I don't understand if it's like a if if they're if like the the average intelligence of someone playing a game is super low, or if they're like threshold for what they will accept in a game is super low but i'm like i just can't stand that for like like some random person joins your team and i go well, what motivation does this guy have to be with me like this, it doesn't really make a lot of sense so i just have to like i have to have already a huge suspension of disbelief just to get through the fucking story which they're slapping me in the face with and then like the, 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 the i don't even get to the gameplay i mean we're talking about something like that i tried playing that Nino kuni game I tried playing the beginning of the Nino Kuni game. It came to Xbox, the Wrath of the White Witch, or whatever. I literally watched about 40 minutes of an anime, and then I got to fight a Pokemon dog. And then I had to go into a building and start watching more anime, and I just turned the game off. I said, I've been playing this game for 45 minutes, and I used a wand to beat up a single dog in the street.
1: And you were doing one damage. Like, you're and I was like doing, you were powerful. Fe- you were yes. powerful. You're doing one damage. I needed damage. To, to shoot a
0: spell. I was literally hitting him with my wand. And I was like, this story is not good enough. It's not worthy enough for me to watch 45 minutes of it. This is two episodes of a normal TV show I've watched worth of time. and it's, And it's just the setup. And I got to play virtually nothing. And, here, and here's another thing that, that needs to be taken out of video games forever that, they do, that they've done in this game and they do in every single RPG. There's 20 minutes of a the story, then you get control of your character, and then I walk out of my front door, down the street, and into a garage, and then I watch 20 more minutes of cutscenes. And I, I go, was, I was going to bring that up. <laughs> that is not gameplay. Yeah,
1: that is not gameplay.
0: Who decided? They go, okay, oh, hold on, let's take a break, take a break, take a break. They go, t- cut the story out, make him walk five feet, start the story again. I, what's the fucking point?
1: Yeah, just have it be one long cutscene. Like, Why you do doing? I get
0: control of my character right there? It's absurd. It's such a, I think that people just like are so toned out when they play that they just press it, and they don't even realize that you do nothing. I would point out all the time, I think it might have happened in like Final Fantasy XIII or something when I was replaying it, you'd like get control of your character, you would hold up on the control stick for four seconds, and you would go into a cutscene. Yeah, I, I could think like, of this, situations where that happened. And I'd be like, 13. this is maddening. I can't do this. It, it, I would rather not have control of my character. It's going to make me watch another cutscene. Why did I have to hold up on the control stick for four seconds? It's not real gameplay. And I don't understand why it doesn't bug anyone else. I feel like I'm fucking taking crazy pills where I'm like, why is this in the game? And everyone's like, you're so hard on games. You're so, you're, you you're hate every game. I'm like They all suck dick. That's why. <laughs> make a fucking game that's good. There's plenty of good games. And the problem is now I just have to go and replay them every year. And I'm running out of... Stamina, I can't do it anymore. I can't. Yeah. I've beaten Chrono Trigger so many times, I can't fucking go back and do it again.
1: Yeah, it's it's insane.
0: But there's no there's, there's no, no modern games. games that are that are good. There's no good games, and that's why we need game reviewers to hold people to standards. Because eventually, there's going to be another total biscuit, hopefully that's big and huge or like Donkey that takes it just a little more seriously, and then people will say, you know, maybe he'll have a good, uh, you know. <laughs> uh, uh, famous person impact. They go, oh, if he gives us a bad review, if he says this and this, the game might tank. Which I don't think happens anymore. I think we're realizing the games are trending. Like, you could have a ton of dog shit in a game, but they all just have battle passes now, even single-player games, and they make money hand over fist. Yeah. I saw... (coughs) Excuse me. I saw in... I'm not sure if this is true because I've not played it yet, but Deathloop came to Xbox, and I saw, like, a perks thing... On, it was like, Game Pass has Xbox, and I saw Deathloop, and it was like, get the Prime Showcase clothing pack. And I was like, does this game have cosmetic p- purchases in it?
1: Holy shit, why? Does there Loop was have a bunch of shit that I, like, I I beat Deathloop. There was a bunch of stuff that I couldn't unlock, or I didn't unlock, that was, um, like, costumes for the character. But I don't know, maybe that's, I hope that's not, like, a microtransaction thing. I hope that something's like, oh... Get it, get this version. You get this extra outfit. I it hope might it's... be, but it was, and they Either do way, offer perks
0: on Xbox. I'm not sure how you get them otherwise, but it is weird. Because like, games just used to offer that. I mean, look at the old God of Wars, the original ones. Like You would get a cool fish suit if you just like beat the game on Insane or
1: whatever. Yeah. You just
0: get to wear it. You get you get a reward for beating the game on the higher difficulty. It was a like, very cool thing to do. Because like, if someone came over to your house and they saw it, they'd go, oh, shit, the only way you could have this is if you beat the game on Insane. Well, now you just pay five bucks, and it's like, who gives a shit? They don't matter anymore, because it, nothing matters when everyone can just have it, right? It doesn't, it's just like, who cares? I don't care what I look like. I would wear that thing as a trophy. I think the yeah. people that care about skins should also need to be removed from gaming because they're ruining it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I don't care about skins.
0: I literally, I just recently started going back, like, in, I noticed in Apex I was starting to care too much. I went back and put all the originals back on. I said, I don't want to care anymore.
1: You know what's going to be beautiful is when all these digital artists get, like, they don't have jobs anymore because AI is taking over art. Oh, they, yeah. No, and no one saw that coming. AI is taking over art before it takes over anything else. And yeah. so, so these digital artists, are we're gonna, all these skins that you're going to get for Apex, when Apex Legends 2 comes out, all the skins for that are going to be AI generators. They're going to mm-hmm. pay pennies on the dollar to have those developed. They're not even going to be employing a digital artist anymore. So buying your skins isn't even going to support the artist you, yeah, because you,
0: you could, like, prime these AI generators now too. So, like, it used to be funny. Everyone, when they first came out, everyone was like, yeah, uh, Joe from Family Guy, but he's getting his ass blown out by Riley Reed with a strap on. And they're like, this is so funny. I'm so quirky that I created this. And now you can just type in, like, Apex Legends Bangalore space skin, and it's like, oh, wow, this looks exactly like what I typed in. Yeah, You could, like, put reference photos and shit, and it'll just make a new one. So you just don't have to pay digital artists anymore. They're going to lose their money, and now Apex is going to be making three billion dollars because they're not going to be having to pay anyone to do it.
1: Also, just guess a quick aside. They're still going
0: to have problems.
1: Yeah. Here's a quick aside. Uh, people are. There's a debate going on now. Is AI art really art? I'm going to take it a step further. I don't think digital art is really art. Oh I wow! I think if you, if you want to be an artist, like you need to actually paint something physically, because with digital art, like you can make a mistake and just hit hit undo. Yeah. But if you're painting, you have to be careful with each brush stroke. I don't know anything about I agree. art. That's how I feel.
0: No, it, it, it takes a lot more skill to have to learn how to draw than it does to draw on a digital medium. Well, you draw with a pen the same way, but again, you're, you could just immediately erase it with no repercussions. And, and so your skills were more honed when you're doing pencil drawings and paintings and, and using all these different mediums. You used to be learning how to do the mediums, and now you just download GIMP or whatever the fucking program is, and you get a stylus, and you're an artist. Yeah. Um, I do think it requires far less skill to draw that way.
1: I certainly Um, don't think it's uh, a necessary vocation for society to be a digital artist. Like, we don't need those. You guys can go do something of value for society. And the
0: problem with digital art is most of it is like Clip Art 2.0, where they just like put like a little bit of purple and like wiggly lines in the end and they call it, you know what I mean? Like, you can look at anyone's logo and it's like, this isn't art. There's no thought put into this. There's no style. There's no substance. You literally just, like, drew something, and then, like, it looks cool because it's very colorful, and and you use, like, art packs that come in the program.
1: Yeah, like, look at these skins on these video games and tell me these people deserve a fucking job. Like, 90% of the time, it's just a new color.
0: I mean, that's that's so egregious. I don't understand why people aren't up in outrage about that anyway. You'll literally go to, like, the original skin on Caustic, and it's, like, all yellow, and then you go to Bumblebee, and it's all a different shade of yellow. And I'm like, who, you should feel ashamed when you open a pack <laughs> and it has this. Like, Apex should feel ashamed.
1: Yeah, they should.
0: The, people, Because, like, this is... I'm just saying, the industry is everywhere. Reviewers, gameplay, story, battle passes. It's trending in a horrible direction. And I think games are going to keep going this way because it's the same thing that everyone's doing nowadays. You used to look back and, and I, I sound like, oh, in my day, it used to be better or whatever. But I feel like... It was. I feel like there there was, like, a... There was like a common respect between like people, people and like reviewers in games. Because there was a time when like game companies would be held accountable. If they made a big mistake or they fucked up the game, people just wouldn't play it. But now it's like people are just like so psychologically tricked and so unconscious in their actions that they, they will just play shitty games for hours and talk about how great it was. The next time I hear someone tell me that Skyrim is a good game, I'm going to rip their fucking limbs off. Oh my god, the game off.
1: sucks. Skyrim is one sucks. of the worst games ever. I've been saying this for years. People give me shit because they're like, oh, it's been remade all these times. I'm like, yeah, that's indicative of the industry's incompetence. That's not indicative of the game being good.
0: It's so crazy to me because they're probably making so much money there. They go, hey, let's just release Skyrim again and sell 20 million more copies somehow. But I don't I, get it.
1: Did you hear that they're coming? Far Cry 6 is being released with a Game of the Year edition and it never got a Game of the Year award? <laughs> people don't care about anything.
0: No, because no one checks. Some, like People are just going to buy up Far Cry game like Far Cry 6 Game of the Year edition, and it oh, doesn't matter. Oh, by the way, matter. it's $120. It's just it's the, whole, the whole industry <laughs> is a fucking wreck. I'm like, we need someone to fix this. We need something in here. I don't know how to fix it. I just play games, and 99% of them are complete dog shit.
1: Yeah, I think that reviewers need to be a lot harder on games, and I think yeah. a good place to start... It's on the skins like we were talking about because yeah. everyone knows that these skins are not worth the money and they're a complete ripoff. But reviewers will be like, well, you know, they have microtransactions, but it's not for anything gameplay related. It's just cosmetic. But there's still – you could you could dig deeper there. And you could be like, well, they have yeah. cosmetic things that cost money and they're not worth the money. But they instead they always – it's like, yeah, they have it, but it's okay. If well it's yeah, exactly. The, the problem with that system with
0: now too is I see these brain dead people go, "Oh, well, the game's free to play now, so the the developers the developers have to make their money somehow." Do they? I don't give a shit. I hate I am sick of people making excuses for corporations and businesses and why they run shitty practices. We should demand better products from them. If don't buy it. And that's why I lead by example. A lot of people say this but they can't actually back it up. I'm boycotting Overwatch 2. I, I loved Overwatch 1. I have 3,000 hours in it. I've played it extensively. I was top tier at the game. I have a lot of experience with it. I will. I, I played the beta of Overwatch 2. I decided I hated it. They're going a battle pass route. I'm boycotting it. I have people asking me, Magic Man, my, my, my partner in crime from Apex, a guy that I know well in real life. We've played video games together a lot. We played Overwatch together. He's begging me to play Overwatch 2, and I said... I'm sorry, I can't do it. I'm not playing Overwatch 2 with you. I can't play it. I have to stand up for something. Because if I just relent and say, oh, well, it's free, so they're not making money off me, and then you know maybe in a year I go, oh, there's a new Junkrat skin out, maybe I'll just pay $2 to get it. But you can't. The skins are $20 in, o- in Overwatch now. That's the problem. I bought Overwatch 1 for $40. It was a complete game. I never put any more money into it. I got all the upgrades for free, and now it's... Battle Pass—they're going to be making even more money, and it's a shittier game.
1: Yeah, and they, so now I'm, you can't I'm, play the one that you bought either. I can't
0: play Overwatch one, the game that I paid for.
1: Yeah, no a, reviewers are saying this. Aspect. Tell me a
0: single—tell me a single reviewer who's saying that Overwatch is is nickel and diming people for absolutely no reason, and they still have Bobby Kodak at the head of their company who was letting their people get away with sexual assaults like fucking hotcakes across the entire company. And they, and there's, he's still in place, and, and nothing is happening. And there's no reviewers coming out and saying, don't play Overwatch 2. They're just saying, oh, it's a free game, might as well try it. Oh, it's basically Overwatch 1, but with one less tank. It's like, it's dog shit, it's a battle pass system, the company is horrible, the game is horrible, do not play it. I'm the only one saying that.
1: Yeah, the problem with the thing like oh, it's free to play, they're not making any money off me. They still are because the players are content for the players. So if there's no player, it's a it's a multiplayer only game. So if you don't play it, the game is losing money because you're not playing it. But if you do play it, they'll make money because you're playing because there's a larger player base now. Yes. And and so the players are content for each other. So if you and if there's no one playing it, no one will continue to play it. Exactly. You know what I mean?
0: And exactly. So oh well they're not making money off me. Well but they are, because you're the people that are the people that are paying for the game won't have anyone to play with if you're not playing, and so they will stop spending money on it. Because they're yeah. they're not gonna be playing it because there's no one to play against.
1: Oh, yeah, man. the company definitely makes money even if it's free to play just by you playing. Yeah. It's you just, just so stupid. As another point,
0: this has been proved, I've said it before on on the podcast, but there is uh a patent out or whatever that if they will put people who buy the most expensive skins into games with lower skilled people so that the lower skilled people see the high performing people with the paid skins doing well. And it, and it has a, they, I don't know in their head, a sub a subconscious response that, Oh, this guy destroyed me. And every time I have to look at the death cam, it just shows his cool skin. So, I'm just staring at it all game from the guy that's dogging on me because he was purposely put in a lobby where he's better than me. This is a proven fact uh, I'm not sure if I think Microsoft might have a different system, but I know for a fact that e a has a patent out on it on a system where they do this. If you buy skins, you have a higher chance of getting into lower ranked lobbies because they want you to dominate people with your paid skins, so it makes it look like the skins have. An added effect in the game, so they're they're not only like t- using this weird system to try and squeeze every fucking penny out of you. You can't just buy a game anymore and be done with it. They're they're also building their ranked or not their rank, but they're like behind the scenes like ranking systems to skew it towards people who buy skins. So it's not yeah, even like a, a realistic gameplay system anymore either.
1: There's uh there's like an egregious determination by these companies to, like, manipulate all of their customers psychologically. You see it throughout the entire tech industry. YouTube is trying to hack our brains into watching more videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, all these in, uh, all these social media websites want you to keep scrolling. They invented the infinite scrolls so they keep you addicted. Like, they always... All these companies do this just to manipulate yeah. your your psychological state and make you want to do it more, and that's all... It's all they do. Like, to, mm-hmm. to sort of trust them at all and be like, oh, they deserve our support. Like, I'm buying skins to support the developer. It's like they're trying to manipulate you into spending all of your money on the game and you're letting You're them. also
0: not supporting the developers. It's not like you're supporting the guy who's doing this as a nine to five who fucking loves video games and finally gets to work on a game and it's Apex and then they're like a shitty company and they're just like making a skin. Like, imagine the guy, he's like, yeah, I, really, I fucking love making video games. I'm so excited. And they're like, yeah, take this caustic skin, see everything that's green. Uh, make it red for the next skin. Okay, you're done, right? It's, you could, it takes probably two seconds to make that in their skin making system in their within the company. So, like, you're not supporting that guy. He's getting he already got his paycheck. The people who, you're funding, yeah. like the the CEO, who is probably molesting women at the company as we speak, <laughs> and you're supporting that guy. You're lining his fucking pockets because you want to make your junk rat look like Santa Claus. <laughs> it's fucking Barbie's playhouse, and you're funding. <laughs> sexual predators with it.
1: <laughs> oh, man, that's good. you
0: are playing fucking doll dress-up. I can't stand it. I've literally, I, like, I, 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 I go into every single, I'm not joking, every single loot box that I've ever unlocked in Overwatch. I've never paid a dime for anything in Overwatch because I already bought the game and I didn't think I fucking had to. I had literally like over a hundred thousand coins at the end of the game because I didn't care. I didn't want to unlock anything. I had like hundreds of loot boxes because I didn't care. I don't want loot. I don't need a spray of junk rat that's just like a bomb with his mouth open that says boom or something like that. Kaboom. I don't give a shit. I'm not putting sprays on the ground. I'm not a child. I don't want to do that. I want the game to be right. This whole time this is happening, and they're like, yes, we also just made a gameplay change where Hanzo t- can t- do that." I'm like, what, what the fuck is going on? There's some guy in this company that is, is paid to make another spray. They're like, we need 15 more sprays to inflate the loot pool so people don't get the cool skins they want. <laughs> they're actually... So we can't make... It, you can't get a Roadhog to look like a pirate because there's t- 200 fucking sprays It's just a, a guy giving a thumbs up or something. They look like dog shit. <laughs> Like, uh, do you tell me people use voice lines? Do you tell me people put voice lines on their on their interaction wheel, and so you can make your guy go. You can make Reinhardt go, "I'm a battle cruiser," or whatever the fuck he fucking says in his stupid <laughs> German accent. You tell me that's worthwhile. You tell me that's worth money to have them put that in the fucking game. It's so stupid. Why is no one doing this? Where are the reviewers that are not standing for this? Where are the the gamers banding together to say we want better games and less dumb bullshit? Right. Man, yeah. Chrono Trigger came out today and you had to pay $16 to get his fucking hair green. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rip my dick oh my off God. before I play that shit.
1: Yeah, this and the idea that you're supporting the developers by buying skins—it's like they don't get a commission for it. They have their exactly. salary, and they and they get their salary. Exactly. And they probably this get fired as soon as the game's done, so that they don't. Like fucking go, pay these like anymore.
0: It's like going into fucking McDonald's and saying and like giving the CEO of McDonald's twenty dollars and you say now now share this with every single McDonald's worker in the country. <laughs> and you're not. They're not getting dog shit. They already got their pay. You're not. You're, you're like literally. I can't stop saying it. Apex has made like 2 billion dollars since launch, or since launch. It's like so much money. They should be doing so much more for their for the gaming community. Like yeah. they, they should be giving away skins like fucking free. And here's another thing that drives me up a wall. I don't understand why people do this. And people that I like will be like, "Yeah, I just got the new." So there's a, there's a thing in Apex which is even more egregious than usual. It's a it's a money making scheme. There's heirlooms which are like Specialty melee weapons for people. Well, melee doesn't actually do any more damage if you have these. It's just when you have no gun out, they will hold a, a an item. That's it. That's all that it does. It's like a it's like the super rare item. People go fucking nuts about it. And the only there's two ways to get it is you could randomly get it out of a loot box. And I will tell you this: I have I got probably I probably bought like. Um, three or four. I think I paid for two battle passes and I earned enough coins through them to have like, to have done four or five battle passes and I have played every season of Apex out of 14 seasons. So I've done four or five battle passes and you get like bonus boxes with them too and you get like a box like you might get one every level or whatever. I literally got one one like shards to get this specialty heirloom item. There's like 11 of them in the game and I have 2800 hours in Apex. Holy shit. And I've, that's, that's enough time. You see how much I play it. I have, I've played enough, and I spent probably 30 or 40 bucks because w- in the beginning I was I didn't realize that I was stupid. And I was like, yeah, I'll support the developers. i put a bunch of hours in this game. This is a good idea. I could show, send a little money their way before I realized that they were screwing me over. You know, this is back in Season 3 or whatever when I was, like, stupid. And so I had, I had paid for it at the time. And, you know, probably, probably 30, 40 bucks I put into it only. Where I was like, yeah, it's, it's not the f- price of a full game yet. Anyway. I put all that, that much in it only, and I've leveled my character. I think that when I looked it up online, since you get, you level, you go to like 500, but you can't level up past 500, but every time you get a new level up, you like, get a box or whatever, and I think I'm at like level 1200, like I've leveled up 700 more times than max level, and I've gotten a box for everyone, or whatever the fuck it is. I don't know if you get a box for everyone, but I'm not sure what it is. Anyway, the point is, I've played for 2800 hours, and I got one of these by chance, and putting some money into the game. And the only other way to get this, they they've did this in the probably like 5 or 6 seasons ago. They'll have an event. And if you buy every or if you get every if you unlock every specialty event thing, which is usually like 24 items, they'll have like 12 rare and 12 legendary items. If you get if you get every single one of them, you automatically get that season's like heirloom or whatever it is, right? But I think that someone calculated it, and like the cheapest way to get all 24 of those things costs like $180.
1: Jesus Christ.
0: So, and I know so many people that are like, yeah, I, I did it. It'll be like two days into the season. Yeah, I did it. I bought, I got all the stuff. I wanted the heirloom for this character so bad. It's literally just like, like for, like it's for Caustic, it's his hammer. You know, for, for Pathfinder, he wears boxing gloves when you don't have your guns up. It's like, yeah, this is neat. This costs you for the price of six full price games. That's This is insane. L- l- fucking insane. Yeah, like, I don't understand how these people don't feel like they're being stolen from. You used to be able to buy, like, a collector's edition of Halo for $150 bucks and get Master Chief's Helmet.
1: Yeah, you'd get, like, a f- real physical thing. Instead of yeah, you'd get, skin. like, exactly.
0: In real life, you'd get, like, a hardcover, big metal case. I remember having it for Halo 3, like a big Halo metal game case. You could get, like, you've got, like, a statue or a Master Chief's helmet or all this stuff, and it's only, like, $120, $150, bucks, maybe 200 max. Imagine paying $200 and getting a melee item for your character that does nothing different in-game, and you only see it when your gun's not out.
1: Yeah, it's it's really it's egregious. a just these companies with Overwatch started with the gambling, with the loot boxes, where they just introduced gambling right into the system. So they're psychologically Mm -hmm. manipulating their customer base. They're getting them addicted to gambling. They're using these Skinner boxes to make it seem like they're actually accomplishing things and they're not. Like, it's all just tactics to manipulate your psyche and get you to spend more Mm -hmm. money on their game. And the reviewers really need to take them to task for this because it's it's legitimately murdering the industry. Like, this industry is becoming... No better than casinos, and it's, you're exactly it's, right. It's unacceptable.
0: Every lo- every loot box form and like every battle pass is just well, get battle passes aren't gambling. It's just straight up like paying for like shitty rewards. It'd be like if you went to the grocery that's, store. Yeah, that's
1: a Skinner box. Yeah, there, like yeah. Add an extra, pay money, and we'll put an extra Skinner box on your next ten levels.
0: Exactly. It's like you could see what what's on the Battle Pass reward, which is it's. This is such a bullshit thing too, because to get like you pay for the pre, there's like a regular free Battle Pass, and every five levels you get a piece of dog shit, and then if the paid Battle Pass, you get um you get like a gold coin every five levels, but you have to dig it out of a pile of dog shit. <laughs> But then you could see this, So, the, but the way to still unlock it, you, you have to pay for for like access to the battle pass, and then you still have to put hours into the game to unlock like experience to get those things. You still have to get the battle pass to level 100 to get the reward. Unless, yeah. you, don't, unless you just want to pay more it's a money way, for they're the like, All right,
1: item. They came up with these battle passes, and they said, okay, how do we? we need players to keep playing. How can we do that? Well, if we give them a goal to work toward, they'll keep playing for it. Okay, how can we monetize that? It's like the most insane way of thinking. It's like, how can we Dude, yeah. get them addicted to the game? How can we make them pay to become addicted to the game? These
0: people don't like the game. They like unlocking rewards because it feels good. They are tricking you into thinking you're you're doing something. And I this is like a revel- revelatory, is that a word? Revelatory? Yes. Revel, a revelatory moment for me. Um, two people in my chat, I was literally arguing about how Overwatch loot boxes are predatory and how... Um, there, I think they might have changed it before Overwatch 2 came out, but there was the... W- even more egregious is another tactic they use is during seasonal events, say it's the Overwatch summer event and it runs for a month and a half, they have specialty summer skins. So every, game since the, every year since the game came out, they would release new skins, but they would also only allow you to get the summer skins during that event. So say you're in year four of Overwatch and it's the fourth summer event, and the the summer skin for Reinhardt is him in a fucking, you know, H- Hawaiian shirt, right? And you haven't unlocked it yet. Well, not only are you competing against this year's new summer products that they just released, but it's also all of the other summer stuff. And you can only get it during that month and a half. So if you play Overwatch, if you could spend $100 on Overwatch boxes and not get it because it's still just a random chance because you're getting it out of a loot box. So you could spend a hundred dollars on boxes, never get that Reinhardt skin, and you have to wait a year to try again.
1: Yeah, you can get duplicates too, right? Yeah. Yeah, so your percentage getting it system. never changes. You're, exactly. You're,
0: that's you're never getting a better chance because you could get you get the same skin fifty times before you get that. And so they they eventually and they do that to get kids their, to play during the summer months yes. more. Yes. During their specialty events, they don't actually add anything to the game, but they add a skin. Again, the the, the game is exactly the same. You still suck dick and balls at it, but now your <laughs> Reinhardt is wearing a Hawaiian shirt and a and a hula lay on his neck. Well, they I was talking to people in my chat, and they were like, "Oh, I I think that they made it so that if you get gold coins, which is an abysmal rate that you get like the gold Overwatch coins out of it anyway, if you get a duplicate skin, you get like twenty coins, and to buy a, uh to buy like." Of rare, uh, a, a legendary outfit is like two or three thousand coins, and so um, anyway, I had a hundred thousand of these, and I was still mad about this because that's how much I played. The guy, two of the people were saying, "Oh, we like the grind. We li- I like that you could uh, every level up. I get you know every oh so th- it's like such a fucking sc- scummy system. The more you think about it, if you give someone an endorsement after the game, it's like there's like an endorsement level and you could give them like good teammate. Um, whatever smart Thinker, or whatever the fuck, just three endorsement things. You get experience if you give someone an endorsement. And every level up you get, you get a loot box. So you get more experience for giving people endorsements. And then the more loot boxes you get, the more coins you get. And so it used to be that that, that you could only get like Reinhardt skins when it was that thing. But I think that they changed it so that every event then they become unlockable and you could buy them with... There's still some that you can only get on loot boxes, but then some you can buy with coins. And people were saying, I like the grind. I like to
1: i don 't to try
0: it. to play to, they were saying I like the grind, and I was thinking in my head, now this is why video games suck balls because i 'm not playing in ranked or in quick play with people who care about the game they 're coming on to play fifty fucking games so they can unlock skins for mercy because they think she 's cute
1: yeah so now uh, that, again, I don't, the i don 't believe that they right. like the grind I think they 're indoctrinated by skinner boxes 100%. and they, and they think they like the grind. If you liked a grind, you would. It's there's, there's no like a guy work, chained no up in reward. a prison
0: camp, and he's and he's hacking at an iron <laughs> mine, and he's like, "This rules! I love when I get the iron out of this
1: vein." They call it a grind because it's unpleasant. Yes, like no one, no one. You're not supposed to enjoy a grind. It's a bad yeah. thing. It's something that they put in games to make you keep playing. Look at any massively multiplayer online role playing game, Final Fantasy XIV. World of Warcraft, Guild Wars 2, all of them, their endgame content, that's what they call it, is just an extremely long, drawn-out grind, intentionally. They do it to keep players coming back and playing the game for months and months and then years at a time because players are content for each other. There is no World of Warcraft if there's no one playing it. And if there's no bullshit to work toward in end game, there's not going to be anyone left playing it because they beat the game. They're just going to leave. So they force you to stay on and keep playing and doing this shit. And that was the entire purpose of of the invention of Overwatch and these multiplayer-only games was like, oh, well, we could get them really addicted. If, if there's no way to beat the game, they'll never stop playing. And there's no way to beat it if it's player versus player exclusively. Yeah. And so they added all these Skinner boxes and all these addictive properties and all this money-making poor shit that people just spend all their fucking money on.
0: You remember when you walked Sick. in the casino, you saw me at the... Uh At the slot machine, I was down $1,600 and just burning away my savings at a rapid pace. And you say, how are you doing? And you go, dude, I love it, man. I love seeing all (laughs) the things flash across the screen. I haven't won once tonight, but I love seeing the cherries flash by my eyesight for a brief moment.
1: Yeah, I play poker for 12 hours a week because I enjoy the grind.
0: I am in serious debt to this company, and they're going to (laughs) take my hands for it. But I love seeing the, the flashy lights on this machine every time I pull the arm down. It's like a fucking child. It's they're they're tricking these people and they're 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 preying on their mental faculties the way they prey on the women in their workplace. Here's and the real they,
1: issue. It it is children. It's not like a child. Yeah. They're doing this to children. Well, and that's I why loot boxes are, are illegal in a lot of countries. Like I mean, you can't yeah, it's, be doing I mean, this shit to people. Exactly,
0: because you it's like you could be thirteen and be playing and be playing fucking Overwatch and then just buy just buy shit, right? You just buy do, do gambling. But it's legitimate like I've seen adults say this stuff and that's the problem. Now it's seeping in where people are so indoctrinated because there's no other games to play and they like that game and they feel like they're forced to buy skins and they they are they're part of the problem and they're they're ruining the fucking system. So we need someone to speak up for it. I don't have the clout to do it. We're talking about it here and I stand by my shit. I will never play Overwatch 2 and I don't play games with uh, or I don't. I don't buy in these loot systems, and I don't. I've never bought a single box in Overwatch, and I don't want to do it because I don't. I want to play a fucking video game. We need to demand that they make better video games and less predatory gambling practices to steal our money.
1: Yeah, it's a huge problem, and reviewers don't take anyone to task for this. They just let them get away with it, and they say. Oh, they have microtransactions, but it's just for skins, so it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. It oh, it's just—it's
0: a, a free game. It's a free game, so I didn't pay for the game. I don't mind paying twenty dollars for uh, this same skin, but with green on it. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy, and I have said it before. I will say it again. Uh, Fortnite started it, but everyone—but they—they actually like have a—they actually have a pretty good system for being straight up. I've like no, everything else sucks balls, but like in Fortnite, if you like the the the. They made a smartest idea. the The main guy for Fortnite is just like a white guy with blonde hair. So if I buy a skin, I, it just changes it to LeBron James. Nice. Like I'm not, uh, you know, or or Master Chief, or Darth Vader, or Goku. There's a or Naruto, or Rick and Morty. Like there's a there's a you could just be them, which is an entirely cool concept for a thing. the skin is just a cooler character that you like. Yeah. It's not just it's not just the same guy from Fortnite but with like a ninja mask on or something. Yeah. It's like who gives a shit about that? They do have like weird like made up ones, but it's like all the popular ones are like you could literally just get Goku and Vegeta in it now.
1: Yeah, it's not like they have, like, oh, it's a new skin. Now McCree's name is Cassidy. It's like, oh, come yeah. on. <laughs> but yeah,
0: they, but they all, I mean, they support their game. <laughs> they support their game. Oh, that's another thing. Don't get me started on that, dude. I love people, like, fucking weird-ass gamers online going, uh, his name's McCree. I'll never call him <laughs> Cassidy. I'm like, this is, such a, this is such a strange thing to have an opinion about.
1: I had to, for that joke, I had to look up what his new name was. I, I don't play Overwatch. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. I have no
0: problem. I've, like, corrected people and said, oh, it's Cassidy in chat because I do think that you should say his new name. And they're like, I'll never stop calling him McCree. And I was like, wow, you sound like a fucking scumbag.
1: <laughs> what a loser. You're, yeah. you're incapable of making even a subtle change to your personality. I
0: love when a corporation has a chokehold on me like this. <laughs> <laughs> I will never stop saying this made-up character's old name—the one that's named after the sexual predator at their company. (laughs) I'll never stop.
1: It is pretty great that they did that. A lot of companies wouldn't like they. A lot of companies name things after people in the company, and I don't think I've ever seen them take it take it away. I said
0: it was the bare minimum. I'm glad they did it. Because like uh, the the alter- like it's 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 almost yeah, hollow it's where minimum. it's like it, you should expect it, but it is the bare minimum. At least they did change it, right? You got, I'm trying to give them credit where it's due. They did change it to Cassidy. Um, it's cool. They had Matt Mercer come in and, and record all the new voice lines and shit. So like, yeah, it they, is
1: Blizzard though. So like, fuck them regardless.
0: Yeah, fuck them because they suck dick, balls, baddie, cock, ass, taint, tits, fart, and cum. But and they suck balls and they're bad. But they did that one decent thing. But I just time. can't like the the caliber of people that we're dealing with are the people that think that they like grinding and they will die f- to not have to say his new name.
1: Yeah, these are the same people that uh, aren't mad about advertisements on social media because they're like, oh, I just ignore them. It's like, no, they're they're manipulating <laughs> your subconscious, you fucking idiot.
0: <laughs> they clearly don't ignore them. It's, it's impossible. Like, let's, they're like, let's go to McDonald's and get the new McRib, and then afterwards, I need to go buy some Lysol. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's not like these companies have spent their entire existence over hundreds of years figuring out how to manipulate the subconscious of customers mm-hmm. and make them buy things. Yeah, you you're the sole human that's figured out how to passively avoid all of that. Yeah, I can't Shut be the advertised to.
0: I can't be advertised to. They'll never get me, dude. No by ever the way, me. I love Wendy's because <laughs> I and I, inter- I had a great interaction with Wendy's and Chips Ahoy on Twitter the other day. <laughs> These fuckers, dude. They got me so pissed off. So we need to have... The, I'm trying to push it on my own. I'm trying to be that guy. We need to have a higher level of integrity as gamers. This is part of our, our rising up. We're, we're rising up gamers. We have to rise up against the fucking gaming industry itself. We can't stand for this bullshit. Don't play shitty games. And beyond that, tell your friends not to play them. I'm not playing Overwatch 2. I encourage you all to do the same. Well, I'll play any other game with you. I'll play fucking Splitgate. I'll play a game that I hate that sucks balls as long as it's not overwatch 2 <laughs> you just can you we can't we can't continue to to play these games because they're free and say oh like we have to have some integrity we have to vote with our wallets but we also have to vote with our minds and we have to be vocal about this kind of shit we need more viewers out there we need like uh, dunky is famously a fan of overwatch he's played it for a long time but he also used to be like a almost exclusively League of Legends player and he transitioned into making reviews about all other types of games. And he needs to have that revelation again and uh, maybe not him. I don't think the onus is on him, obviously. He loves the gaming industry so I hope that he does. But we need someone to come to their senses and say, "Um, Angry Joe would be perfect as well where they say, this game sucks. I urge you all not to play it. Stand with me and not play it. They need to be a beacon. They need to be a role model. We need, unfortunately, we need someone to step up and say, follow my lead, don't do this. I'll be doing, we'll be playing something else.
1: But yeah, that doesn't absolutely. Exist right now. It's not, but it's I mean, you out. can
0: stand with me. Anyone listening, stand with me. I will not be playing Overwatch 2, and I encourage you to do the same. Uh, it's so unfortunate that it's free because so many more people will play it. I will, Just make me pay for games again and get the fucking skins out, please. God damn it.
1: Yeah, I'm sick of this shit with all these fucking skins and all these games.
0: I'll tell you right now, this is not an online video game threat. If I fucking see you out there, this is just vague, this is vague, (laughs) just as to anyone. If I see you out there, man, you're pissing me off about gaming. I'm coming for your ass. Hell yeah, dude. If I even get an inkling that you work for Blizzard, dude, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. (laughs) I have a bat in my car and it's got your name on it. This is a legitimate threat. If I find out you work for Activision Blizzard, we are enemies till death. Death which I will give to you if we cross paths. We, uh, this, is a, this is another problem with reviewers. Everyone's a fucking hypocrite nowadays. They do, There are people who will come out and say, don't play Overwatch 2. And then three weeks later, someone's like, yeah, this guy was, is playing Overwatch 2 and he spent $10,000 on it. And then he just goes, um... I don't care. And you have people in the comments going, oh, that's his right. He's just supporting developers. And it's, you have, you, for some reason, people will go to bat for other people online nowadays. The, online is, is a cesspool. What happened yeah. to the internet?
1: Google. Google ruined it.
0: Oh, yeah, you're right. And Steve Jobs.
1: Yeah, Steve Jobs. He's a big part I'm of it. I'm glad that. he's dead.
0: God damn.
1: Oh, yeah, me too.
0: I would take Steve Jobs back if we could put Bobby Kodak in his coffin today. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's resurrect Total Biscuit, man.
0: Yeah, I would I would kill literally every person that works at Activision Blizzard to bring Total Biscuit back this oh, afternoon. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I am if I knew magic, dude, if I knew some sort of blood magic and a witch or some voodoo shit I would do whatever it takes, dude. I would cut my one of my balls off to have everyone <laughs> in Activision Blizzard die so that Total Biscuit could come back instead. He was a fucking straight-up G, dude. He's a certified
1: hustler. Indeed. He owned a StarCraft team as well.
0: Yeah, he's a fucking legend. So, you know what, let's end on a high note. Do we have any developers that do cool, dope shit that we want to give it up to?
1: You mean reviewers?
0: Yeah, developers or reviewers. We already um, gave it up for a couple of years, but yeah, go ahead and give and call one out.
1: Uh, there really fucking aren't any developers no, no, in our respect. Unfortunate. I like Arcane, but apparently they're doing that shit with Deathloop now. So fuck them. I we'll guess. Have to look
0: that um, I do as much as um. It's had problems. I like ten forty seven games. The people that made um Splitgate. Um, they like halted its development they made the last battle pass free for everyone and they said they want to make a new game so they're not like tweaking it anymore which I respect entirely I, th- um, they had like a really shitty second season launch where the game was crashing for me which is a really big deal and I don't play games when they crash for me but other than that I think that they're a pretty cool developer and they have like cool, pretty cool goals and I think that they made like a really cool game and something about Splicate that I think perfectly aligns with my ideals is the game kind of looks like dog shit but it plays really well Yeah. And uh, it's, like, stylized horribly, and all the characters look like fucking dumb robots, and they run, like, all janky, and the animations are corny. But it doesn't matter. You can tell that they barely spent time on, like, the flying and jumping and running animation, but they made the gunplay feel really satisfactory.
1: Yeah, they have the priorities in the correct place.
0: And that's exactly what I want. So shout out to 1047 Games. Give it up for them. Splitgate's okay. I could probably play Splitgate today, um, and I don't really have a choice because I have to take a stand against Overwatch 2 and I have nothing else to play. I think that was pretty good. So we have to be better about gaming. And and don't fucking settle for shitty games. And um, we're going to be talking about how shitty games are next time with crafting.
1: Yeah. Yeah, next time we're going in on crafting.
0: We're going in on it, bro. All right. You have any final words?
1: Uh, Rest in peace, John Bain. Total Biscuit.
0: Mm -hmm. Rest in peace, Total Biscuit. Thank you. Good night. And good morning.